Welcome to the Feminine Agenda Podcast. My name is Allison Walters. And I am Sarasada. And we are clinically certified mindset, relationship, and lifestyle expert, feminine energy influencers, and multiple six-figure entrepreneurs. If you're interested in mastering the flow of feminine energy, improving your mental, spiritual, emotional, and physical health, and unlocking divine bliss and joy in your life, then you have come to the right place. The purpose of this podcast is for women to integrate, heal, and align themselves so they can fully unleash the wild feminine inside and manifest immediate results in relationships, finance, health, and happiness. Let us provide you with the inspiration, motivation, actionable tools, and techniques to produce the results that you've been yearning for your whole life. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We promise the message that follow will leave you feeling unleashed, excited, and joyful. This is part B. This is part B of boundaries. Okay. Where we continue to talk about boundaries. Yes. And what we were just discussing was... When people have loose boundaries and when people have tight boundaries. Yes. And then there's there's a medium level that is healthy boundaries, right? Because when you have a boundary, you don't want it to be too loose, right? That's like having a house, but it's really just a door with no walls and the raccoons can come in and there's, you know, there's a bed frame and a bed, but no walls again, right? That's a loose boundary. Yeah. And then, and we're going to go into detail with each of these, but then there's a tight boundary where it's, you have a wall and then you have another wall and it has no door and then you have a moat and then you have another wall and then you have a castle and then you have a dungeon and that's where your bedroom is. (laughs) That's a tight boundary, right? Yeah, very rigid. No one can get in and it's very rigid, yes. Yeah. And so, and there's there's benefits and costs to each one of those. Yeah. Right? I mean, I don't yeah. know about benefits, but there's there's a cost to each one. There's a cost to the loose and there's a cost to the closed off, right? Because when you have a loose boundary and you just kind of accept everything and you're you're just open to anything, everything is okay, everything is fine you know, I can deal with it all, I can put up with anything, then what you're doing is you're really just denying your humanity. Yeah. Because if you really can deal with everything, then you must be God. Are you God? (laughs) Jesus? Is that you? Are you Jesus? Because if you really think about it, can you really accept anything in your space? Do you want, you know... A, a duck to come in to your house and start eating your salad like no is that really okay or yeah. is that a violation of your space your time your value like right so a, and a, a consequence of loose boundaries can also be accepting people into your life too quickly and when you're open to anything and you encounter someone who you admire and you just want to like engulf them and like absorb them into your life quickly. And you just, you know, tell them everything up front. You just give them too much too quickly. Yeah. And you see that happen a lot in first date. Yes. Women that have more of a loose boundary, mm-hmm. they want to give all of themselves right off the bat. I think some people call it oversharing. Yeah. You could call it that too. But it's just like the boundaries are just too loose or they don't have any or they haven't defined them yes and everything is permissible and then by the time they get disrespected or are in an uncomfortable situation it's kind of like a deer in a headlight they're like shocked shocked what happened yeah right and that doesn't feel good it does not it does not and and it, it leaves you confused and feeling like betrayed almost. Betrayed. 
it leaves you feeling confused like you're a victim of a situation but it's just that the boundaries are too loose and usually people with loose boundaries if someone has boundaries they tend to not respect it or they find it like insulting like i can't believe you said no to me i can't believe yes you're backing away people usually with loose boundaries usually don't necessarily respect other people's boundaries Yes, so a person with rigid boundaries, they would find that person difficult to tolerate. And a person with healthy boundaries, they would also find that person difficult to deal with. Yeah. Because they, a person with loose boundaries, they want you to also have loose boundaries. So they will test. They will yes. test. So they will also, a person with loose boundaries will also test you and your boundaries to see if they could make you become loose with your boundaries and we're going to talk about testing more in a minute but yeah yeah people are always testing our boundaries i think it's for all three someone for sure loose boundaries or rigid boundaries or even like healthy boundaries right because people are always testing how far how deep they can go with you yeah right and in that process we learn each other this is okay this is not okay right now with rigid boundaries People with rigid boundaries, it's like you don't get second chances with them. Mm. It's like you're one and done. Yes. They're so closed off. Usually these people have a lot of pain, hurt from the past, that their boundaries are so rigid that they close off to anything. Yes. And they're not open to conversation, communication, and it's usually driven by hurt and pain. Yes. They struggle with flexibility. Oh, no flexibility. They are generally... uh, The word that's coming to mind is insular. So it's very... uh, They have their, their ducks in a row or circle or however they want them. And if they are disrupted, then there will be hell to pay. Oh, yes. Right. They will make you go to hell. They will make you pay (laughs) or or they will make life difficult. And that can be difficult for people around them to not only deal with that, but also to help them or contribute to them. Exactly. And usually people with rigid boundaries, when things don't work out, they do not show their emotions or feeling. They're like, "Eh, whatever. I didn't want it anyways. I kicked them to the curve. And in relationship, what happens is if the person feels like they're going to get hurt, they hurt you first. The person with the rigid boundary will hurt you first. Oh, snap. <laughs> but that's just a sign that there is trauma that needs to be healed. Yes. Right? Because their boundaries are basically based on avoidance of pain. They're yes. trying to avoid the pain. And sometimes they end up hurting the very person that they love to avoid the pain. Right. And whereas a person, let's talk about the person with the healthy boundaries. Yes. Because someone with a healthy boundary, they're neither loose nor rigid. It's fluid. It's fluid. It's contextual. It depends on the context. Yes. Right? They can dance with it. They can assess a situation given the context. If they're in a relationship and their partner wants them to do something they don't necessarily want to do, they'll try to understand it first. They'll see where they're coming from and really, really see if it makes sense for them to do so or not. All while knowing they have to... They have the choice to say yes or no. A person with a healthy boundary will keep that conversation open. Right? And at the same time, a person with a healthy boundary, when something is unhealthy, they won't even assess it. They'll just say no. Yeah. It's it's, a clear no. It's a cut and dry. It's kind of like how I've described it in the past to clients is I'm not, this might be too nerdy because I usually work with engineers on this. It's like a binary and or gate. So a zero 
is a no and a one is a yes. There's in binary, which is a computer programming language, there's only two characters, zero and one, and they mean no and yes. And and that is like a boundary. A boundary is a solid thing. It's a it's a yes or a no. Yeah. Now what Sarah said is it's contextual. So you can have contextual yes or no's, but when it's a no, it's a no. Yeah. And and it's like the gate is shut. Yeah, exactly. You know, how I talk to my husband is not how I talk to other guys. <laughs> of course not. Right? Yeah. Like, things I say to my husband, I don't address other guys like that. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, if I'm talking to my husband, I can be cute with him. Like, hey, honey, how's it going? Oh, you're all great. You're amazing. I'm not going to say that to another man. That's not my man. That would be weird. That would be pretty weird. Right? So, respecting, like... The boundaries, a person with a healthy boundary realizes boundaries within a context. For my girlfriends, right? It's within a context. Now, certain things I say to my friend, I'm not going to go and say that to a stranger. Because I have the space to say certain things to my friends, to open up in a way and share the most intimate things with them. Yes. And let them in on what's happening, what's going on. But I won't do it with someone I just met. Definitely not. That would be strange. That would be weird. It would be. It'd be, I'm sorry, but it, it almost come across as desperate. <laughs> yes. And right? I think what you're describing is the loose end of the boundary. Yeah. Right? If you're just absorbing people left and right, if you're just trusting people quickly, you know. And, and it, you know, you said, you said a person with rigid boundaries, that is to protect them. From pain. Yes. From pain. I would say a person with loose boundaries, it is the same. It is much the same. The healing needs to take place for a person with loose boundaries just as much because they are accepting people, trusting people too quickly. And wanting validation. And wanting validation to cover up a pain. They're wanting that connection, that intimacy, that inappropriate intimacy in order to save them from a pain. Yeah. And it can also be very manipulative people yes. with loose boundaries because yes. they're being so open but it's driven by manipulation but yeah you know people with loose boundaries it's like it's it's very manipulative it is whether that be in a relationship if you're dating someone and they're all and right away giving you everything if they're moving you in very quickly oh yeah that's such a red flag because it's just their boundaries are too loose their criteria are too loose and the thing about that is it is kind of a trap because once they once you accept whatever it is that they're offering loosely right Mm -hmm. then they have that as ammunition against you be like well i gave you this i let you move in i did this for you i did so much for you and you're not letting me do x y and z how dare you right it's a great tool for manipulation it's kind of like a there's a, there's a type of spider that creates this web that's a tunnel and it's kind of like you're walking into the tunnel and then the spider like covers up the entrance and then you're stuck in the tunnel and it's like, well, shit, you're trapped. Like you trapped yourself. You walked right into the gaping yeah. hole of, of that trap. Yeah. Now let me relate that to dating. Yeah. Because... Someone with a loose boundary in dating ultimately is always going to feel like they've been taking advantage of. Yes, it's a victim mentality. Yeah. And what's missing is the container of your own self-love. Yeah. Because the truth is, nobody can make you a victim. Yeah, people with loose boundaries are always going to feel like I gave all, I'm such a good girlfriend, or I'm such a good partner, why did this happen to me, right? They didn't love me appropriately. I gave so much. I gave so much. I just feel like I give and I give and I give and I never receive. Yeah, but even if they were to do all the dishes, all the housework, you have to beg and ask, 
what is it you're wanting secretly back in return that you're really not communicating and what you're saying is so true because that is the secret manipulation right yeah. with someone with loose boundaries is they're doing all these things they're giving all these things but it's inauthentic because they're expecting something in return that they are not admitting they're not admitting it and then they drive themselves work themselves to the ground and then at the end nothing happened and they're left with nothing best. yeah right but here's the thing if you know someone or if you're someone and you've noticed your boundary has been lost it's time to reclaim yourself it's a yes. it's just a symptom of not knowing yourself enough and having your boundaries defined for yourself yes and, and also communicating your needs openly and clearly and not only that but once you do communicate your needs openly and clearly really really pay attention to how that is received because that will tell you the quality of person you are with yes and and i i you know really want to emphasize pay attention to how they respond and how they respond trust that response yes because that's going to tell you really valuable information that you will want to pay attention to yeah. and really evaluate for yourself. Okay, if this is the kind of person I am with and if there's any opportunity for growth and they are not interested in taking that, then you really got to take a hard look and wonder, okay, is this right for me? And it might seem like a scary step to take to put your foot down and really honor that boundary of what you believe is appropriate yeah, and what you believe you deserve, the dignity that you deserve, but you will thank yourself for years and years, the rest of your life, if you do honor that boundary. Exactly. And here's the thing about boundaries, communication. Yes. It's a matter of communicating your need. If you have loose boundaries and you notice you're doing a lot of things, helping secretly. You get something back in return, maybe an engagement, feeling maybe marriage, feeling what, victim. Uh, yeah, whatever that may be in the background, I am gonna say, learn to communicate your needs, understand your needs better than anyone else can understand them, and be able to art- be maybe not able, like willing, uh, willing exactly be willing to express those needs and it does not need to be pretty you can just say like i have no idea how to say this but i want blah i'm just gonna say what i want and i'm really curious if you would listen to that and and give me that and if they're the person for you they will listen they'll inquire doesn't mean they have to say yes or no to what you want because people have choice right but it's the ability that the right person engages with you. Right. And that's what matters at the end. Now, going back to healthy boundaries. Because at all time, we're all training ourselves to have healthy boundaries. Boundaries are within context. They're very contextual. Now, a person, I'm just going to give an example of what a person with a healthy boundary would do. If they're ending a relationship that's no good for them, right? Or let's say someone's in a relationship and it's not good for them. A person with a healthy boundary will just cut it off, take time off and not contact that person because they understand, wait a second, I need to get back to myself. It's tough. It's hard, but I need to get back to myself and remove this out of my life for now. doesn't mean they'll never talk to you. But for that moment, that's what's needed. You so gotta, it's within a context. Yes, to get your head on straight, to get that sanity back. Yeah. After a relationship, you need that distance. You do. You, you need, need boundaries. No contact. You need that boundary. And it makes all the difference yeah. for your psyche. For your psyche, right? for your emotional self, being able to regain a sense of yourself. Now, with... um. A person with a healthy boundary. An example would be like if, let's say they're single. A person with a healthy boundary 
would not even entertain someone in a relationship or a married man. Oh, yeah. They would just like, nope, I'm not even going to flirt or talk or to them, even if they try to entertain it. Because having healthy boundaries, like, nope, not going there. Right? And I've worked with many women that shares this with me a lot of time, you know, and they talk about, but he kept calling me. I told him I have a boyfriend and everything else. Now, if this woman keep entertaining that, it's just a sign that their boundaries are loose. Hmm. And if the bound, because when your boundaries are healthy, it doesn't matter if that person keep contacting you. Yes, because, and, and what, I see is missing in the loose versus healthy is the craving that validation, right? Mm -hmm. Because that woman with the loose boundary, she's needing, desperate for that interaction, which is giving her validation. The person with the healthy boundary has their own validation. They they see this extra validation coming in through the mail and they're just like, the heck, I don't need that. Yeah. Please, no. That's not appropriate. And they're easily able to put up that wall and stop it. Oh, my God. I have a story. Tell me. (laughs) I love your stories. So you remember when I was, uh, I went looking for houses. Yes. And I was talking to the guys outside that were repairing the house. And he connected me with the owner of the house. And I took his number right just so like i'm like yeah put a good word for me with the owner so he exchanged numbers with me and then as i'm driving this guy texted me <gasps> you didn't tell me this i know because oh you know god i'm like it, it's it's not even Scandal. a thing right and he texted me he's like you're so hot <gasps> Sarah. He's like, I've never seen a more beautiful woman than you in my life. My You're goodness. so beautiful. That he knew you were married, right? So so this is the good part. So I see it. And I just like giggled. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like it was just so blunt. Right? So, so I texted The audacity. The audacity. The audacity. Right? But then I'm like, oh my God, I'm just so flattered. Like, oh my God. So I texted him back and I said, thank you for the compliment. I appreciate it. But I want you to know that I'm married and happily married. But thank you so much for putting a good word for me with the owner of the house. Oh, that's a good, strong boundary right there. Have a great day. And then he texted me back. Compliments are good. I'm married too. <gasps> no! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so I texted him. I said, yes. Thank you so much. And have a great day. Oh my god. And he never texted me back. I never texted him back. But here's the thing. Me putting my boundaries doesn't have to be like I'm nasty about it. Totally. Right? Yeah, I can do it with dignity. Like, yeah, of course, I'm an attractive person. Someone just said I'm beautiful. Great. You are quite beautiful. Oh, thank you, Allison. You're welcome. Right? But at the same time, I honored that. Oh, okay. He recognized that. And I need to let him know. I'm not looking for that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe that happened. Right? I- my husband was at a town that weekend. And then when he came back, because I have a healthy boundary with... Within my relationship, me and my husband, if someone flirt with us, we tell each other. Like, you know. It's funny. It, we just we just share it with each other. Sometimes I'll be with him, I'll see a woman checking him out. And sometimes he'll be with me, he'll see a guy checking me out. But the thing is, because our relationship is so secure and we have a boundary, we can talk about it. Right? So I told him. I'm like, hey, honey, you won't believe this guy started checking me out. As I was checking the house, he's like, Sarah, I can't blame them. You're very beautiful. So true. But that fucker needs to know your mind. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he knows. 
right? So you can't have fun with it. And then it, it, it's just how it is. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, some people checked me out, too. When I was, I said, oh, yeah, now because I tell you someone checked me out. <laughs> right? But we had fun with it. But we can talk about it. People with healthy boundaries will honor the boundaries. Because I honor and respect my husband. I can share with him what happened. And there's no secrecy. Now, let's hear about your story, Allison. Oh, my God. When I started putting myself more out on social media, I had about three or four exes contact me. And and I... One... There was one, there was another person who contacted me who I never even dated, but they had flirted with me a lot. And I had found out after a while that they were married. And I stopped responding to that person after I found that out. And they would text me periodically, and I just never responded. And then all of a sudden, uh, recently, I get a text from this person. And I was just baffled i was just like this person is married they have a child this is inappropriate and i realized that by passively allowing the texts to come in i was not putting up a boundary you know in some cases not responding can be a boundary or blocking someone can be a boundary for sure yeah. i'm 100 percent all for that but in this case i felt the need or desire to put up a, a boundary that is very clearly saying no that's a very good thing you just said allison because most people think oh i'm just not gonna answer i'm not gonna i'm gonna block them i'm sorry to let you know that's leaving the door open still i would say you need to put the no out there you and need to then put the block no. and then block yeah right if they don't respect it block it for sure oh for sure right but when it comes to boundaries, you cannot just assume they're going to get it. You have to be like, no, I'm not doing this. Unfortunately, especially with men, you must spell it out. Yeah, the masculine essence, they have to hear it. They do. Otherwise, they will uh, make up what they want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> right? So in this case, this guy was like, oh, silence. Sounds like she's interested. <laughs> 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 oh, she doesn't know quite how to deal with this. Mm. Uh, what other angle can I try here? Maybe not responding for the fifth time means that she's into me. Yeah, you never know. But anyway. And so remember, the masculine is a hunter. He is. He so is. unless you say, no, I'm not interested, he doesn't quite get it. Indeed. So this dude wasn't getting it. So and I now just, he got it. I just sent him a message and I just said, sir, you are married. It is inappropriate to be texting me or reaching out to me. Please stop contacting me. Thank you so much. Period. <laughs> Send. Period. Send text. That was the most important part, Allison. The period. period. <laughs> Honestly, no emojis, right? You don't want to be nice. Like, no. it's so funny because I've I've seen friends send texts like, like laughing emoji. I'm sorry, I'm just not interested. Smiley emoji. You're so sweet, though. Smiley emoji. And they're like, I told him no. Right? But the truth is, it, it's not a no if, if it's not no, period. Yeah. Right? It, you must be so clear, especially when dealing with men. You must be so clear what you want and don't want. Because yeah. otherwise, they will, again, they'll make it up. They'll make up whatever they want to hear. Exactly. And especially, as we said, how you control your projection is through boundaries. So if you're not putting up your boundaries, what you're telling yourself at the unconscious level is that you're okay being with men who are unavailable or married men. I am so glad you said that. Can you, can you say that again? Because you're so right. When, when you accept attention from somebody who's in a relationship, you are... What, what did you say? You said yeah. it so well. Mitchell. So what I said is when you focus on... I don't know if I'm going to say it exactly the same way, but 
if you're in a relationship with an unavailable man or a man who's married, encouraging their attention, encouraging their intent,、uh, their attention, where clearly they have someone in their life, you're sending the wrong message to yourself at the unconscious level, that you're not worthy, that you're not meant to have a man on your own, or thinking like there's not enough men to go around. That's a lack mentality. Yes, but what makes you so much attractive is you knowing that you're whole within yourself. You're like living in the fullness of your love, and you can just feel up your love, have honor, dignity, and respect for yourself. And any man that's gonna try to give you a half-assed commitment—oh <laughs> my god, yeah, because that's what it is. That that's what it is. Yeah, they're already committed to someone else.、Exactly. They can't give you anything else. And no matter what、else. they tell you, I'm going to a divorce. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. No, I'm I'm serious about it. I've seen it happen, where people said like they're going to a divorce and then they're sleeping with the person they're divorcing, or they're saying, oh, yeah, we live together, but nothing's happening. Those are traps. Don't buy into it. Now, most likely, who would fall for it? The person with the loose boundary, or the person with the rigid loose boundary. The loose boundary will always fall for it. But、yeah. the rigid boundary will make that person go through hell. They would like let their wife know and all these other things, right?、Yeah. But、yeah. the healthy person will be like, "No, I'm staying away." Thank I, you very much. I want no part to do with it. Yeah, I really, really can't get over what you said about the. You're telling whatever you're accepting is what you're telling your unconscious mind you want. Yeah. So if you're like, oh, I want to date this una, I I'm dating this unavailable man. You're telling your unconscious mind that's what you deserve. Yeah. If you're flirting with men who are unavailable or men in relationship, men who are married, like you're basically sending the wrong message to yourself. Or even I I want to extend it to emotionally unavailable men as well. Yeah, that too. Right, because、uh, I was dating someone. Earlier this year, and the person was wonderful, just such a great guy.、Mm-hmm. He checked a lot of the boxes, <laughs> and and yet there were a couple things that just weren't quite there. And I I said to myself, I was like, it was an immediate no. As soon as I realized that those boxes were not checked, because I was. So, what what were the things that were checked, and what were the things that were not checked? I think our audience could definitely relate. Right. Yeah. So, where do I start? So, what were the things that were like? Yes. <laughs> he was tall. <laughs> he was tall. He was tall. He was handsome. He, he was cute. Had I will good, say. He had a good relationship with his family. Very good. He valued his family. He、uh, was. He he respected me. He honored me. He would bring me nice things, you know, make me feel important and like a lady, which、mm-hmm. I really liked. And he was very honest and authentic, and he just kind of told it like it is. I really liked those qualities about him, and what. Didn't quite work was when we would talk about the future. I was very clear within the next five years I want to get married, start a family, and until that point I want to find a partner, travel with that person, and just enjoy life. Just have so much fun. And I was super clear with what I wanted. And when I said that, he just like looked at me like a deer in a headlights. And I was like, I took a leaf out of Sarah's book, and I was just like, "It's okay, you can run. <laughs> It's all right." And and he was just like, "Well, I'm just so shocked. Like, how do you know what you want?" And that was immediate for me. I it was like a light switch. I was just like, "Okay, this is this is bright red flag number one for me." And I I just was like, "Well, you have to know what you want to go get." Where you want to go, right? Yeah. You you have to know what you want to, yeah. Get where you want to go, and、yeah. and、uh, he was just like, well, I don't know if I would want that in the next five years, 
and this person was older than me, I, w- I just thought to myself, well, if, if he doesn't know by now, I don't want to wait for him to figure it out, right? That was red flag number two. And so although he said he wanted a family, he wanted to have kids, he just, it was like a no in the next five years. So those two boxes were pretty much like 90% of the criteria that I wanted. Yeah. It's a very important value for me to want to get married, start a family, have children, and do that whole thing. And this person wasn't ready to do that in the next five years. And, you know, Allison, it's great that you can see even if it felt good to be with this person, right? It, it really like, oh, yeah, I'm dating. It felt good. It could have been very easy for you to be like, well, what do I have to lose than being alone? But it was kind of like, no, why waste my time? Oh, my God, yeah. And, and I, it was funny because I never felt the pull of that in the whole relationship. It was just in the past, what I would have done is been like, oh, well, we can enjoy the time that we have you know, and, and just have fun, right? There's no attachments and maybe he'll change his mind eventually. And me thinking that I being the amazing person that I was would change his mind or something like that. Right. And, and with this, this person, I was just so clear and it was interesting because he actually asked that he was like, well, why don't we just continue to hang out? Why don't we just continue to see each other? And I was just very clearly like, no, I, I'm okay. Thank you so much. I'm flattered and I really respect you and I want to respect your time as well. And I don't think that it would be good for either of us really because I very clearly know what I want and this is not it. I don't think I said it exactly like that, but something similar. Yeah. And so it was very easy and, and it was very respectful. The whole thing, the amount of respect and dignity in this whole interaction with this person was wonderful. Yeah. It was like the healthy boundary. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we want to leave our listeners with. Like putting, when you're operating from this healthy boundary, everybody feel honored and respected. So true. And I told Sarah, I told you during this whole experience, I was like, you know, that I, this is just so respectful. Every time I interact with this person, I just feel so respected. And you were like, that's you. That's your boundaries doing that. Yes, and you I respected was like, yourself, therefore that was your projection. Mm-hmm. That was really great. And I just want that for everybody listening to this podcast, that the more you respect yourself, the more you get respected. Yeah. It's, it's really so magical how that works. And so... Totally, yeah. totally. That's the, I think that's just freaking amazing. Because, you know, a lot of women out there, what they do is think like, oh my God, I'll just hang out. But as time evolves, you're you're human. You're going to want more. You want to want to keep growing. Right. Right. Yeah. You don't want the same old, same old, oh, let's hang out. Let's go for dinner. Oh, or let's have sex. And then the sex blinds, yeah. oh, you know, gosh. or filters what you do next. Right. Yeah. But really taking the time to decide and to see do I really want to put my time, investment, uh, laying my love here? Yes. Is my love going to grow into something big here? Exactly. Because the biggest decision you're yes. going to make in life is the partner you choose. Right. And I am so clear. I want to be in love. That's what I want. And I refuse to settle for some half-baked, confused person who doesn't know what they want or i refuse to settle for anything less than deeply madly in love and connected and so the fact that i have such clarity on that makes it so easy to enforce that boundary anything that comes at me that's not that it's like freaking tennis (laughs) smack it away no thank you you gotta know what you want right you you gotta have a heart that you know, that can keep that person safe. Exactly. And if you're feeling, if it's hard for you to be with the idea of, of not having a person around, 
then remember that you can return that love that you would have given that person and turn it right back around and give it back to yourself. Exactly. Honor yourself, love yourself, learn to love yourself, be with yourself, expand with yourself. Let me ask you this question, Allison. Now, this could have gone on five, six months, just having <laughs> someone to hang with, right? And the fact that you stopped it from the very get-go and you had the discernment to stop it, what would you say you gain for yourself as a result? Because you could have easily like, yeah, I have someone I meet on the weekend. I'm not alone. Someone to go hang out with. But you chose not to. Like you, you, you followed your intuition, your discernment to make that right choice for you. So what would you say you gain as a result? Because right now you're not dating actively. But you're mm -hmm. spending a lot of time doing things you want to do. Like, you know, you've really blossomed finding yourself. Like, what would you say, having yeah. had the courage to do that for yourself? I gained such a settled sense of self-respect mm. and dignity and honor for myself. And I gained so much time with myself to discover myself and who I am and who I want to be. Because I have stopped focusing, completely stopped focusing on, is, does this person like me? And I don't think I will ever have a concern for that anymore. Instead, I will have a concern for, am I, do I want to surround myself by this person and their energy? Yeah. And do I want them in my life? And do I grow with this person? It's like, am I'm, I living my truth? I'm asking myself such different questions. I'm much more interested in what is authentic for me rather than what is going to get me that quick hit of dopamine, <laughs> serotonin, all those cracked out brain chemicals that get <laughs> you addicted to a person. I yeah. feel so clear, centered, and aligned with myself. And right now, yeah, I'm not dating. It's not, it's not to say that if someone f came into my life, I would be opposed to that. Not at all. But what... It'd be your I, choice. It would be a choice, exactly. And right now, I am having so much fun choosing my business, choosing feminine agenda, choosing... Knowing yourself. M knowing myself, spending time with myself, choosing you know, making crazy art projects for my friends, doing fun things with my friends on the weekends and just expanding and growing within myself and really looking inward at like, okay, how do I want to create my life? What do I want my life to be like? Who do I want to be in my life? And, and yeah. how can I grow and expand myself? There's been so many opportunities for that as well. Yeah. So I gained me. I, I like myself now more than I ever have in my entire life because for the mm. first time in my life, I am doing everything I ever feared. <laughs> That's awesome. And every, everything I ever feared to do was everything I desperately wished that I would do. I have quit my job. I have started three businesses. <laughs> Might be starting another one soon. I, You know, I'm doing all of the things... <laughs> That and I truly feel that's because I keep putting myself first. Yeah, I keep yeah. putting my honoring myself first. Yeah, you getting to know yourself, who you are, your criteria, your standard for yourself, and that is the most beautiful thing. That is the most precious gift you can give yourself. Now, before we wrap up, Allison, I want to bring this in the realm of friendship because you know you can see how this plays out and relationship when having healthy boundaries the reward the benefit that comes with it now in friendships now let's talk about rigid boundaries and friendships <laughs> um so rigid boundaries and friendship what does that look like you know the friend that you have and you cannot say anything like if you say something it's like walking on eggshell yes if you say something they'll cancel your ass <laughs> oh my god i do right yes that has to do with rigid boundaries mm -hmm. and friendships so you really want to they get hurt real easily oh yeah everything is a hurt people with rigid boundaries they will remember things for days and years 
things that were yesteryear they will remember yeah right so in your friendships if you're someone who has rigid rigid boundaries or know someone with rigid boundaries the best ways to support them sometimes is to let them go and let them have their own experiences such that they untangle that pain because remember rigid boundaries always come from pain from trauma from the past it's really someone trying to avoid pain right so if you know someone with rigid boundaries it's really about just like you can bring it up to them but that may come with a price if you do yes this is such a good point when sometimes with a person with rigid boundaries simply even bringing it up Mm. gets you canceled or (laughs) removed from their life and while that may hurt at first if you're going through this please remember it is not about you it is not about you it is not it is it is their pain that is causing them to act this way and what you have done has simply triggered them yeah and they're acting on it's like a robot you press a button they act like this it's yeah. just they have no other choice they're rigid yeah exactly and and be mindful too because people with rigid boundary boundaries they'll always put find someone to blame for their problem or their issues it's always someone's fault and you're going to get the raft of them so please In a way, don't... is that similar to loose boundaries where they're always the victim so or... with rigid boundary it's more like they're blaming you you're okay so it's blaming Mm -hmm. versus being like why is everything happening to me yes okay it's like there's no accountability no responsibility ah okay it's just blaming it's everyone's fault not them it's you that made this happen to me it's you who did that those are people with rigid boundaries and if you're around them just give them space don't take it personally because they're going to work it out on their own time oh and really big point don't try to fix it don't do not try to fix it (laughs) you'll make it so much worse yes you will make it so much worse right now let's talk about friendship with loose boundaries because friendship with loose boundaries can be a little bit dangerous Um, manipulation coming in huh it's the manipulation coming in manipulation comes in and you could see like the person's borrowing money not not paying back the money just there's always something like not adding up or it could be like the person has a one of them has a boyfriend the person with the loose boundary hooking up with their boyfriend that's the nasty side of the loose boundary oh man right that that's another podcast but that's just example right (laughs) but you know if your friendships have loose boundaries in them you gotta enforce the boundaries because you're gonna end up hurting your friends and you're gonna end up ending the friendship you're gonna end up hurting the whole situation if you don't put your boundaries so if you if you are someone with loose boundary or know of someone with friendship with loose boundaries, what you can begin to do is communicate those boundaries, but from a place of heart, mm. from a place of compassion, because it takes two. Mm-hmm. When boundaries are not enforced, it takes two. Mm-hmm. It's just both people are do- going with it and it's become a loose boundary relationship. Mm-hmm. And then the situation gets out of hand. And then it's kind of like, oh my God, how did we get here? Right? And then it can be kind of intimidating to enforce the boundary because exactly. you're like, oh, it's gone so far down the toilet. You know? The friendship is done by that time. Yeah. But having healthy boundaries and friendship is very important. Because when there is healthy boundaries and friendship, no matter what happens, there's room for communication. No matter what happened. People are going to listen and hear both sides. People are going to find a way to work it out with the love inside, right? And from a healthy boundary, sometime it's knowing you cannot fix the situation at once. 
but you always keep that communication open at some level like well maybe you know what this is not going to get solved now but why don't we revisit it at a later time mm-hmm. yep does that make sense unless a person with a healthy boundary will only close off that chapter if like there's like slurs mm. right or yeah. name calling or if it's just very bad if it's just very bad but other than that it's just like you know having healthy boundaries before you jump to conclusion investigate yeah have facts have an authentic conversation yeah and see where they're coming from yeah and then go from there and allison and i we are gonna be coming out with a book on boundaries because boundaries you want a healthy relationship It's very necessary to understand boundaries. And we're going to be bringing this course in the form of a book for our listeners so that you can even go deeper with the content that we're bringing to you. And we'd love for you to share this podcast with your friends, your families, and letting them know how it's opening up your mind, your view about relationship yourself. Because ultimately, although we are the feminine agenda, this is all about you loving yourself on a deeper level, ultimately. Because when women love themselves and they connect deeply with themselves, women make good choices. They follow their heart. They follow the right path with discernment. And we want you to have the tools that you need to create these healthy boundaries, know yourself, love yourself. And if you want to dive deeper into these practices and really get these tools for yourself, you can DM us at the Feminine Agenda Instagram or contact either of us. We are on Instagram and our contact info will be in the show notes. And Sarah and I are both coaches and we would be honored to support you with whatever you're dealing with. Awesome. Make it a great day, you wild magnetic feminine babes. Thanks, wild magnetic feminine babes. See you next time.